Hey everybody and welcome. Oh, I mean, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Devin Nakoba. Because <laughs> Kyle is sick. Kyle. He just came back from a cruise. Well, we'll see how sick Kyle is. But, I know. Uh, I don't think he's sick. I think he just doesn't want to. Yeah. No. He, 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 had, he had the sniffles, he said. So. Yeah, man. I like anybody sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show, get more music on the channel, you can go to patreon.com and donate. There you'll get more involved with the show, come down to the shoots, hang out with us on the podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, we do have a new patron, so we'd like to thank Susan from California. Susan! Susan, right on. Thank you so much. Um, and hope hope you got your shirt, because I did send it out uh, a few days ago. <laughs> oh, good. They actually responded to you. Yeah. Because that's always been a question. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, half the people that pay, become patrons, I email them and I go like, mm-hmm. hey, what size shirt are she you? Goes off into the and then ether. And yeah, I never hear from them again. No. But they keep donating, so well, that's great. We but we it. want people to get their shirts, you know. Okay, uh, thank you to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Or go to kupukupulandscaping.com to check out their work. Thank you to Fort Ruger Market. I did the what I normally do. Rugerlicious today. Our guest had the Rugerlicious. Yes, I did. I'm so afraid of burp because <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the whole thing. Rugerlicious. Bang. Did. Thank you for Rugermart. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, good stuff. Devin had the plate A. Uh, you can find Devin Kuma ninety four point seven and Kyle at highlifeclothing.com. I'd like to introduce our guest today. Hello. So I, I have Annette Erinick's amazing Anga. Anga, uh, uh, yes. Anga, Anga. Anga. Anga is how you say it in summer. So, so you have the amazing part. There oh, yeah, because I was going to die. <laughs> oh, oh, so they added that because of. Oh, no, no. My. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no. How it happened? Like, um, my doctor told my mom that, oh, like something's wrong. So, like, if she comes out or if she survives this, she's not going to make it through the night. So. She made it through I the night. I did. Uh, Spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but then my mom wanted to name me like an A name for Miracle. So she came up with Amazing. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you have all all A's. All A's. So Anga is the name of my dad's village in Samoa. Annette is the other half of my mom's name. Her name is Anne. And Erinix, I'm named after Phoenix, Arizona, just combined together because that's the last place my mom went before she had kids. Wow. So, Wow, she put a lot of thought into the name. <laughs> I've known I've known her all this time, and I've never known any of that information, <laughs> well, except, for the, except for how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I did my research. So Good I knew man. There was just an Good in man. there. By the way, um, at, just to warn you, John, at some point in time, yeah, um, you will be able to sit back, adjust the volume, and then just not do anything because we're going to end up talking about Gonzaga. Because the main yes. the main thing is uh, she and I both went to Gonzaga. Gonzags. We, we will definitely get there. So it's going to be a Gonzaga. <laughs> pod- <laughs> At some point in time, there will be a Gonzaga like podcast. Portion of this you, podcast? Will, you will be non-existent because you didn't go to Gonzaga. All right. And then we're just going to talk. Well, well just I, I should you. finish my intro by saying she's a comedian, actor, writer, producer, mm-hmm. and uh, all around great person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but But I did prep her, though. 
I said, uh, hey, Annette, I know you're going to be here and we're going to definitely get your story. But we have Devin and the uh, Kyle and the trip. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I did. I did. I, it was. It would have been great if Kyle were here because then he could yeah, ex- extrapolate on it. Stick, but uh, <laughs> explain to us where have you been? We did the podcast uh, last so week. You weren't here. Ours was a little bit different from everybody else. The trip was actually an Alaska cruise. Uh, yep. My wife decided kind of last year to start putting it together, and she said, "You know, it might be kind of fun to go with our friends." So uh, Kyle and a bunch of other people. Uh, we were twenty five because it was wow. us and the kids. Ooh. Um, which was an interesting thing in and of itself, just trying to organize everything. Uh, we went, we started in Seattle because we went to Seattle, you went to UW, uh, went to Gonzaga, of course. Yes, I was like, did you? Yeah, and we went to Wazoo. (laughs) My my daughter was rolling her eyes because my daughter's going to be a senior next year. So this is the time, right, in the junior year when you, you go and you take that trip so they can take a look. Uh, you will know that pain soon. Yeah, I, um, uh, Hmm, how to put this. Um, <laughs> UW is beautiful. Uh, it is very, very big. Um, Seattle U is a small school. I did not realize they were a Jesuit school like Gonzaga is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, same thing. You got to take two years. Um, two years, you got to live in the dorm. You got to take philosophy. You got to take religion. All of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have the same... Uh, thought of creating a person as opposed to just someone who's gonna, you know, get their degree and, and bounce. Yeah. Um, Wazoo has a lot of hills. Oh, yeah. And a I lot do. of bricks. Don't and recommend. It, <laughs> 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 um, I, I have friends who've gone to Wazoo. They they recommend it highly. If you, I think, if you get into the culture of the fact that Wazoo is, dude, it's pretty much that's all there is. Yeah. You are driving through what they call the Palouse to get there okay. from Spokane. And Spokane is, is kind of in the yes, middle of nowhere, too. Yeah, right? okay. But I've been from to Spokane. Spokane, nowhere. You go to nowhere, nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> and end up I in Pullman, where basically it's the school. They have, um, I think they had 30,000 or 40,000 people in the town. And like 45,000 people in the town and 37,000 of them are students at the school. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's a state school. Uh, it's or some, some a crazy number like that. But, I mean, as soon as the kids all leave, <laughs> there's nothing happening in, uh, in Pullman. Uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's a smaller town. The school is really big. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we went to Gonzaga. I hate to say this because we are both proud alums. You're, you're a little biased, I'm assuming. No, oh. the, because the tour was kind of bad oh Why? it did not uh it did not impress my daughter at all um and the majority of it was because um the the tour the tour guide was uh, iffy. was it a student tour guide yeah it was uh. a student and and she like you know like was always like saying the word like Every oh. like two like seconds, and like it got to be a little like. So did you like it? Annoying. <laughs> yeah. Did you like? Yeah, exactly. Did you like it? And um, it was it was it was tough to like like it because it, it was that. And she she had on like a t-shirt and shorts, no no Gonzaga on her anywhere at oh. all, which which also was a little weird. Um, it was a lot of tour. She she did give a lot of personal sort of reflection on the school, which was great. But she gave so much of it that 
while we were walking past CM, Captain uh-huh. Monica and Madonna. Right, right, right. So again, the we're going to talk about this, the dorms. Okay. As we're walking past the but dorms. But did you see how fast? I asked about the, <laughs> the, the, trip. the trip. Yeah, no, it's going to go. Bam. It's going to go. Yeah, so we, but we're walking past, we're walking past CM, we're walking uh-huh. past CM, and I'm telling parents, so this is Catherine Monica, this is where most of the freshmen stay in the sophomores, right. or they stay in Madonna. I said, usually it's a nice mix because it's boys and girls, right, right, right. Uh, on women on top, men on the bottom, Madonna is girls, boys, girls, but it's a nice place for the freshmen to kind of congregate. You, you really uh, form the major bonds for college in those dorms, so if your kids can stay there, it's great. I mean, it's not to say that the experience at the other dorms are going to be... I mean, I literally, I'm doing that as I'm walking while the girl is saying, yeah, so it gets frozen in the <laughs> ground and we uh-huh. wait out here for the basketball game. And I'm like, really? Because my daughter doesn't want to go do any of that stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just felt really... I, I felt... My, my, my wife was even going... Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, man. So my daughter was not uh, impressed. Mm. My, my wife really enjoyed the school and it was the first time that my wife had seen the school uh, anybody in my family had seen the school besides yeah. me so I, I was I was disappointed by that um, if they ever come up to me and ask me about that from right. admissions I will tell them the truth because it was Gonzaga has so much going for it you could easily sell the school but you gotta keep them on a straight and narrow when you're doing the tour because otherwise it, it got into this really weird weeds thing anyway okay well, and then, you hear that Gonzaga? well since we start well, I'm, you made me think of something though but since, since we started on this topic what made you choose to go to the northwest Ooh, actually my it was kind of weird so i somebody told me that i couldn't be a nurse <laughs> so then i was like <laughs> why i'm like i'm gonna show you yeah i was like i'm gonna do it and then someone was like oh i really want to go to gonzaga nursing school and i had like zero interest in going to gonzaga nursing school but then they told me you probably wouldn't do it and i was like yes i will (laughs) 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 and so i applied for gonzaga nursing school and i got in and then i did it for two years and i was like i hate this (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and i uh, yeah that's so we know we know how to motivate you then yeah just tell me i can't do it and i just has to be the right amount of teed off if i'm too much then i'll just go eat something but if (laughs) it's like just enough then i'll be like i'm gonna do something about it (laughs) oh yeah and i mean both of us got to gonzaga without really knowing what to expect and so you know well i did a program and they told us like you are a minority be scared of everyone and i was like all the hawaii kids are like what (laughs) <laughs> we're the majority and then it wasn't the case yeah they were right yeah oh interesting yeah. when you go to gonzaga when i went there uh she's significantly younger than me but when i went <laughs> yeah. there it was 93 percent holy people and like seven percent minorities so i got off the plane and didn't see somebody who wasn't white for like three days <laughs> i'm not even joking and so okay, the first yeah. couple i ran into i was at the bond and i was shopping for a winter jacket because i I didn't know anything about buying a winter jacket. I'm in the bond and this family of three people came up and they were Asian. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. Same thing. <laughs> All the island people would be like, ah, ah, in the yeah. stores or just in Spokane in general would be like, ah. Yeah. It was like everyone had this like understanding of like, we are, we are, we got, got each one. other's back. <laughs> yeah, we are one. And, and in that way, it was kind of nice because that, that bond that you formed with the Hawaii people or, you know, people of Asian Pacific um, will, remains regardless. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what Asian Pacific group you're with. We're like, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy, don't get chipped. Yeah, oh, man. that Let's was go. true. Because so, was, 
Yeah, I mean, I my pre- uh, honestly, I didn't appreciate Hawaiian music or Hawaiian food until I went to Gonzaga. Mm. That's what I was just saying earlier. So I never really ate rice growing up because um, Samoan. So we grew up eating like taro or like um, breadfruit. And then when I went away, I was like homesick. So I was like, there's there's no taro there. So I, had, <laughs> I was like rice. Yeah. Watery rice, because Gonzaga doesn't know how to make rice. Uh, a watery rice. That's not yeah. good rice. Yeah. No. It's like... Or it's that Big Ben fuffy crap that you uh, know. Uh, that, 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 is that I just pretend it's like Thai rice or something. Because like, Thai no. rice isn't the... I, my parents rice. had to ship me a rice cooker. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I brought one up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was the, it was the only way to survive. Yeah. But, I can uh, imagine. But we made it. We yeah. made it. We got yeah. out. So okay, okay. So so now. You, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, you so do now all these college <laughs> things. So you went yeah, early. So did the college? When we did the college thing, I do not recommend it. By the way, we went to two. We went to four schools in two days. Ooh. I oh. do not recommend doing that because it is like a, lot. a lot. There's a because uh, UW see, all of the tours. There's just tons of walking. You're walking through the whole mm. campus, and so it's like, oh my god, <laughs> it was bananas. The the easiest one was probably Gonzaga because Gonzaga is relatively flat. We mm. had to walk up the hill to go from like the from the um, uh, the basketball court up past the. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at Annette because she knows exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. But you have to take that turn and go up the road past yeah. right Cantor Monica and all those. So you had to walk up that. That was the like the hilliest it got. And everything else was kind of chill. Um, but then after we did that, uh, we went on our cruise to Alaska, which was awesome. Uh, went with Kyle and his wife and <laughs> my family went. And um, it was it was the second time we'd been to Alaska on a cruise, but the first time on Royal Caribbean and the first time with a bunch of friends. And okay, so Royal you, Caribbean, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people went on that Alaskan cruise, Royal Caribbean. You, you know didn't what, see like more Hawaii people there? Mm, no, actually, surprisingly, there weren't a lot of Hawaii people. Like you, you saw them, but very sporadically. Okay. But uh, people normally, when the Hawaii people, when they go, they go to fish. They go and right, right, get their salmon and all that stuff. Um, I, I don't fish anymore, <laughs> so um, there was no point in it. Plus, you're gonna stand outside freezing your ass in the cold. In order right. To, yeah, and I'm I'm not down with that. I'm not. Yeah. Sorry, I, I live here, so I don't like the cold weather that much. Mm. Yeah. Um. But it's nice for a change of pace for a week. And if you do go, I do recommend if you can get a gang of friends to go, um, it's probably the best way to go just because you kind of get to hang out on the ship. And, and for us, all our kids are kind of the same age. Mm. So as soon as they discovered that they were okay and they liked each other, they just would form a pack and go. Oh, <laughs> and we were great. like, bye. <laughs> and then the adults could kind of hang out and, you know, there's a casino. But what, what, would they, what did they want to do? Um, well, there's a, there's stuff for the teens to do, play soccer, basketball, um, oh. do stuff like that. The only thing that they don't have on the Royal Caribbean ships that I wish they had was an area where teens can just kind of sit and be. Mm. So our teens all ended up on the stairs <laughs> in between the floors because it was kind of the only place where they could sit and just relax. Huh. And um, uh, they didn't really have those places because even the the mess halls or the the eating places. Yeah. Once you're done with your meal, you're supposed to leave. Like they don't leave more wow. because they got to change over from breakfast to lunch to dinner. I see. I see. So they go, "Hi, you done? Okay, go. Here, give me a plate and go." So uh, that was a little bit different, but it was it was really nice um, being with my friends. My only thing now is um, I stopped taking bonine. The, the anti-nausea drug oh, thing. Oh, right. Yes. So now everything's doing a little bit of this. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I had another friend that uh, he just went on a cruise too, and he said that they got sick after they got off the boat. Yeah. They weren't sick on the boat. Yeah. But then after when you get back to land, you're still kind of... 
No. Rocking All morning down. while I was on the radio, I felt like I was leaning into what I was saying. I was like, what the hell's happening? And then I leaned back a little bit. So. Interesting. But it was a, it was a great trip. Uh, got to see some really cool stuff. But most importantly, um, got to spend time with my friends who, you know, as life goes on and you all have kids and whatnot, right? You just, like for you and your boys. Yeah. Right? I see them once, twice a year. Yeah. It's, it's nice because it's a, it's a concentrated sort of injection of, of friendship with your friends. And you can sit there and program it so you can eat together at the table and mm-hmm. hang out and do all that kind of stuff. And we're, I'm sorry, Annette, we're taking up all no, of your time. Don't worry, but, um, yeah, uh, it was it was good. Like you should go with the with the drama troupe, like the like like the bunch of theater yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, like the bunch of theater I feel people. I like goes, we that? love that. Everyone else would not. Oh, they would, <laughs> oh no, I I think they would actually enjoy it because there's so much. I mean, they'd have no choice. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like the karaoke stuff, all that. Oh yeah, you guys would just have a blast. You wouldn't even need the karaoke music. You just <laughs> breaking I'd out. I keep the karaoke mic in my car. <laughs> Just like, like one of the ones go. that play through the radio? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. She has an actual take. mic. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I mean, yeah, it just has its own speaker and it's like gold oh. or purple or whatever. I should be a salesperson for them because I've sold like five. Really? So, yeah, just random people. I've been Wait, like, so I when, love this thing. It's got so, a speaker on the front. I see. Me. So when you sing into it, it gives you like uh, effects and stuff. Yeah, you can like turn up the river, 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 reverb. Yeah. Reverb, reverb. But, but you're singing to whatever's playing on the radio in the car. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see that being a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. you know, 15 right. years ago, they started that in Las Vegas. I remember the taxi drivers mm-hmm. would have it in their car. Mm-hmm. And then they'd hand you the thing and you'd sing as they drive you because they want to get a better tip, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got, yeah. One, uh, we got one of our Uber drivers, was, uh, our Lyft drivers that was like that. Yeah. His whole back was, the whole back of the car was a plexiglass. And then he had like screens. Oh, really? wow. Two mics and lights and all kinds of crazy stuff. In fact, when I got into the car... <laughs> I was trying to get into the front seat because normally my kids, um, my my family rides in the back and I'd sit in the front because there's just no room. We were driving, we were riding around a bunch of Priuses. Right, right, right. And so I opened the door and the guy looks at me like this. <laughs> and I went, hi. And I'm wearing a mask. And he goes, and I'm like, do you need me to sit in the back? He goes, yes, I would, I would prefer that. <laughs> I said, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm wearing a mask. He goes, yeah, I, I know. But I'm just saying, it's it's not as good an experience if if you're not sitting in the back. And I went, <laughs> okay. I and then that. I sat in the back and I went, oh, I see what you mean. Karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so, uh, Annette. Oh, my God. That was Hello. 20 minutes. I know. I'm so sorry, Annette. No, you're good. No, no, no problem. I, I prepped her for this. I'm like, yeah, you know. I wanted to hear that. I, I really want to ask Devin about it. Because, you know, if we go a couple more weeks. It's going to be out of your brain. I yeah. want it fresh in your mind. I, I, do, I do recommend going. I recommend going on the trips. I recommend going to Tracy's Crab Shack when you get to Juno. Ooh. Because crab legs. Yeah. Crab, I'm sorry. I'm holding my hand. For those of you listening, I'm holding my hands about 14 <laughs> inches apart. and a half, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the crab legs are amazing. And if you were lucky enough to be the first boat that gets... That, that's the thing I'm realizing is timing is everything. Okay. So make sure you are on the ship that docks first. Because if your ship docks first, you can run off that ship and get it. Because when we came in, it was Royal Caribbean. Then it was uh, NCL. Oh. Right? Uh-huh. And then it was Disney. And we had stacked up. And what was happening was when we were getting into Juno, we were suddenly like the boat was rocking. And we were going, what the hell is happening? I don't understand. And once we got to port, I understood. What the pilot was trying to do is he was trying to 
pushed like hell because he wanted to get, he wanted to make sure we were in port ahead of the other two. Because oh. if you get in behind those guys, we like we pulled in the port and then we had to wait because mm. we couldn't dock yet, right? And then we dock, and it's forty-five minutes before the next ship can dock. And in the meantime, you're running to the. In the meantime, we're running to Tracy's Crab Shack. There's no line. We're like, yeah, because oh, otherwise, yeah. you, you got to remember, right? When when all three ships are in dock, that's fifteen thousand people yeah, that have just yeah. suddenly appeared. On the shores of Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> and so they're all in the shops and doing whatever. Oh, and, man. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Or, or trying to get on the cruise. I have not been on a cruise. I, I'm not. The idea of a cruise just doesn't appeal to me. So, you know, when they asked me to, when Devin Dice asked me to go, it's not that I don't like hanging out with Devin and Kyle. But that was part of it. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus we'd be like. Hey, bar guy that's got this open over here. Can we have our friends sing? <laughs> we have a guitar. Yeah, that would have been the whole trip for me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Just uh, a couple of days at least. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so so let, let's talk let's talk about Annette now. So, but I'm glad you guys had a good time. I yes, really am. I, and I, I do. I highly recommend it. If you've never been on a cruise, grab some friends, uh, make arrangements to go, and do it. Because we, uh, you know, as, as time has gone on, and, and I since had a birthday, you realize there's a lot more uh, behind you, time behind you, than there is in front of you. Yes. And so, and we've, you know, during pandemic and everything, we've had friends pass away, and it's mm. it's really sad. It's a it's a bummer. Annette and I have a very good friend who passed away, and um, John, uh, yeah, yeah, Johnny, uh, and uh, we were very blessed to know him, and he was just a, such a great supporter of the arts and all that stuff. But there were so many things he wanted to do, and he didn't get a chance to do it. But he he lived his life as fully as you possibly can so yeah from what i know about that guy yeah he had a good yeah. time yeah so it's important to it's important to seize those moments when you can and go go do stuff and and go do stuff with people that you like <laughs> you know if you yeah. go on the cruise with just you it is just you it's, it's right. nicer to go with your friends and right then, right, you know, right right yeah so speaking of things you love uh annette how did you end up in comedy oh <laughs> just always cracking jokes i guess <laughs> you know i don't actually know because i did theater and then so and she's naturally very very funny oh thank you the first <laughs> show she was in was uh, not a time and she was hilarious yeah that's the first show actually once upon a while not a time and i met Devin at that and that was my first show coming back home i want to say i came home in like 2015 and then i also i think i was saying earlier like i don't speak pigeon i didn't speak pigeon so then i had to like everyone in the cast had to teach me and teach me how to walk and teach i don't me know how to you act. did pretty well they kept saying i did wrong so like natalie took me to pro ridge mall and sat me down in front of the store and was like look walk. at the titties that's how you have to walk <laughs> she was like and i'd be like oh like that one and she'd be like stop pointing <laughs> uh natalie is uh was her counterpart in the show I see. She was, yeah. was she tita or ete she is she was tita because you no, were. no i was no? tita you were tita oh because okay. her name on my phone is still ete tita nui and ete nui yeah i mean i think i got into comedy because well i think some ones are really funny but i didn't really do a lot of <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't really do a lot of comedy i think the first real thing that i oh you know oh my god <laughs> all these ideas came into my brain and they this all is why she's out. funny because the ideas come in and she just let them go i just remember a lot of random starts with comedy one of them i remember i only did stand up because they were giving away like margaritas for a dollar if Ooh. you did it, if you did stand up so i signed myself up and it was funny people laughed at me <laughs> or with me i don't know it was good it I didn't matter <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> are, you, are you more a joke person or do you tell stories? I think I tell stories more, but also like I think I'm a really sad person. So like I could cry and like crack a joke. And if I, if, I think if that's not your humor, then I'm not going to be <laughs> funny to you. But she's also a really, really good improv person. She's excellent at improv. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I started doing, I started actually getting hooked up with like Hawaii Comedy Festival. Uh-huh. And I think that was like one of the first like comedy things I did in Hawaii. And then after that, I was like, ooh, I like this. And then I started writing for them. And then mm. eventually I started producing for them. And then I met them actually through improv mm-hmm. because, and I started doing improv because I was so shy. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. I got really quiet and my friend was like, you need to try this. And then I kept going back because it was so terrifying. And now I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually hilarious because when we met her during the show, right, we were all kind of meeting each other. She lit up when we talked about the fact that we were both from Gonzaga. But other than that, she was very quiet, kind of kept to herself, kind of did her thing. <laughs> and then she would get on stage. And if you've never seen uh, Once Upon a Not a Time, yeah. the part of Tita and Ete yeah. Nui are loud and brassy and super pigeon. They're like Tita Mok out. Okay. Right, and so the idea that she would be like, oh, "Hi, okay, hey, yeah," uh-huh. <laughs> and then also like, "Hey, you know what?" And she was super loud. And we were like, "Holy shit, man! Where did that come from?" And then every time I would see her after that, so that was the first time I saw her. So the the shy uh, Annette, I never really met that much. Mm. I mean, it, you'd see it once in a while, but it was almost like this switch that would go off in her, and she would all of a sudden become that character. Which is why I also think she's good at acting. But <gasps> oh, that, that's you. part that's of the amazing. beauty of performing, though, right? You get to experience, you know, you can put on a disguise almost. Yeah. And be someone that you've wanted to be, but were uncomfortable being, maybe? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think being on stage is, like, equally the most terrifying but most comfortable place I like to exist in. Mm-hmm. So that's why, too, like, I love live theater and, like, feeding off that energy versus, like... Like I like when we did like the commercials for Diamond Bakery. I love those too, but I remember like being so like I'm gonna myself. They can see everything. Oh my god! <laughs> and then with theater, it's like no, like the show must go on. Oh, you just yeah, you just have to perform because only one take. Right? What are you gonna do? Cry? <laughs> but I think I saw. I think when I saw you in Aihula, um at Kumukahua was really impressive because it was it was oh, much yeah. more of a stretch for you dramatically i mean i'm sure you've done dramatic stuff before but i'd never seen it i'd only see you doing broad comedy stuff yeah no actually that was my first like drama stuff was at kumukuhua because and that was my my first straight play too everything's been a musical so Mm -hmm. i i love musicals and this is not shade i promise to whoever (laughs) like but like i feel like with musicals once you feel emotion you can sing about it and kind of emote through that so you don't Mm. have to like Cry or, yeah, so yeah. you can feel it in a different way and sometimes music hits more but when you don't have the music and you just have to stand there and like feel this emotion that's a lot more intimidating for me anyway because yeah. it was like new musicals but it was um, fun to do that and then the story of Ihula that one I was a very mean person so my mom was like I don't like this <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean but even a uh, conversion right of Kahumano. oh yeah conversion that was another uh, oh, sorry um Aihula is a show that was written up by actually a friend of ours. Yeah, Ryan Okinaka. Yeah, that was his yeah. first play I think he did for Kumukohua Theater. Now he's got three. I know, he's done all these shows. We're like, dude, what's up? But yeah. he, he wrote a show that basically kind of pieced together. Um, his He and his brother were working on a hula show. 
Okay. And um, uh, the brother asked, the brother's a kumu, and a kumuhula, and he asked him to help write sort of a, a spine of a story to, to put these different songs together. So Ryan wrote that, and then COVID, yeah. and then, like, they, it, they couldn't do it. And so Ryan oh, then, yeah. right? Well, that one went before, um, I think I think a like, conversion happened where like we did all of this rehearsal and built yeah. it and then COVID happened yeah. and then everything oh. we did. And it was so weird because like in real life, like people are like, you know, like dying because of this um, thing that's happening. And then at the same time, we're doing this story where the same thing is happening in, like, Hawaii. Yeah. And so it was, like, weird to see it. Like, and our friend Buffy was played... Um, she Kahumanu, played Kahumanu. She's fantastic. Yeah. But um, that's, that's another... That's a drama, um, basically, about the time of uh, Kahumanu and how she helped to perpetuate yeah. um, the power uh, of the Hawaiian people. Um and yeah, it's just a fantastic show. She's, but she's great. Kumu Kuhua, just great. Yeah, Kumu does some really good stuff. Really big about like supporting local, writing local stories, and yeah. for the people of Hawaii and the Pacific Rim. But like, yeah, they always cast me. I don't know if it's as like, good. well, as the person that gets beat up. Every single me. show, I'm like, and then everywhere else, I play like this ah, comedy person, and then Kumu, <laughs> I don't know, they take all their anger out of me. <laughs> So your comedy, um, oh geez, I just turned my my mic up, wrong one. Mm. Um, do you, do you pull a lot from your family and your everyday life? I do. I think every time I'm walking through, like I, you said, some ones are funny, but I've I think some ones are funny. Not too many. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have many funny some ones because they're quiet. Like they're quiet, me, I yeah. was quiet. Like I remember even in band, like I never said anything, and then. I did talent show, and I remember someone coming up to me and saying, I thought you were mute. <laughs> 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 and I got that a lot. Yeah, you just have to get them talking, and then, but then be careful, because maybe you don't want it, because then they don't shut up. Like, wait, no. <laughs> so, yeah. But some ones are really funny. Um, I don't know. We used to sit in the back of biology class and talk about who got the worst spankings the night before. So I guess if you don't think that's funny, <laughs> then we're not Well, funny. that's the thing, right? The The... Uh, the Polynesian style of um, sort of correcting your children can be a little bit different. It can be it can be kind of a lot. <laughs> right? When people right. hear about it, they're like, "Holy shit! Wait, you did what?" Right. I love watching it, and then that's how much like, "Ha ha ha!" Everyone else is like, "Oh, child abuse!" Like, yeah. no, that's like Tuesday. Yeah, and some well, some ones are also known as like the cheeky race. So like, they are known for I guess so like. Each Polynesian like branch has their own thing, and Polynesian oh, is the ones right, that right. make a joke out of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was telling her we were having lunch earlier, and I was saying that my wife, you know, she was a nurse at uh, Queens for a long time, mm-hmm. and so she gets to deal with all these different people that come in. But we were talking about something about Polynesians or something. She was explaining that, oh yeah, no. You know, as, as an Asian person, you just think of everybody as a one lump, like Polynesian. But she's like, no, in their in their minds, like there's differences between all the different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah, even yeah. within like yeah. even within all the Samoans, there's different. You know, where they come from and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like Asians too, right? Mm-hmm. Like people just think, oh, all Asians are are Asian, but it's like, no, 
Yeah. Different, they think differently about yeah. different Asians and stuff like that, and they don't like if you lump this Asian with that Asian. Yeah, you can't you call know. on a, yeah. you can't call a someone a Tongan or a Tongan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They don't like that at all. Yeah, in, in your yeah, mind, no. you're like, oh, it's the same, same. It's like, no, it's not. No, really, really not. <laughs> really, really not. Yeah, so. yeah. So, do you find like that now that you're out there and you're you're doing performing and production and writing and stuff like that? I know you've been doing it mostly locally here, but it seems as though, I mean, there's a lot of representation now in movies and stuff mm-hmm. you know there's the rock and uh, jason momoa and all this kind of stuff and um that there's more opportunities for uh pacific islanders and whatnot in the entertainment business because it seems like it's moving in that direction yeah i think i do feel like i do feel that we are moving in that direction and um i feel like we're in a prime position to be like to like get it together and put our stuff out there <laughs> and like show like we can be more than just like to number one two three and four or like mm. you know instead of just playing the roles that we are thought of to play like now we can show like we can do more things and that's kind of like the purpose of like polynesian af is like highlighting mm-hmm. polynesians in comedy and it's well, actually, well, well yeah tell us <laughs> a little bit more about polynesian af and use this yeah. swear word use this swear word it's okay because we have the explicit <laughs> signal so we got oh is it okay the sign, so. it's, it's polynesian, polynesian as fuck <laughs> there you go <laughs> but you. if you ask james it's polynesian air force <laughs> <laughs> that'll be james money yeah I love James Money. He yeah, he's awesome. Just good people, and yeah. I think everybody who like I worked with at Poly AF, like they're just such good humans. And I'd rather surround myself with good humans. Like they're also super talented, but I think like at the like, did, oh, am I making sense? Did you watch The Office? <laughs> yeah. He probably did. Yeah. You know that part where he was like, um, "Oh, I haven't watched that." Oh, many episodes, but yeah. <laughs> he's he says this thing where he's like, "We're in the business of people, so like keep people at your center." And I think like in trying to like build things and make opportunities, and sometimes it it gets really stressful. Like, oh, it's not happening as fast as I want, or like this is a lot of work, and I still have to do a day job or whatever it is. But like keeping people at the center makes everything like worth it mm. and like after poly you have people send like people in the cast would send me ideas like hey i think we could do this and like that's like just makes me so happy is like you doing something and then realizing like oh i can do something else or i can do this too um and you it's funny that you say like you didn't know of a lot of funny sound ones because actually the first poly AF was me convincing these people like hey you are super funny and super talented you can do this yeah. and then being like no i don't think so so then me as the writer writing all of this stuff around them so that they feel comfortable and then it's grown so now we're building sketch writers we are under the sister umbrella we're under the umbrella of asian AF, which is a la-based sketch comedy show okay um and they do a lot of things too with like kpsa and they also have filipino af and they have all these branches huh. so we're yeah. under them i don't know if there's a japanese af because we're not that funny oh come on man. i'm kidding we got, got paulo got anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no but like they so we um and they they a lot of the writers for like asian af and filipino af like that's like their jobs are like regular writing regularly writing for tv shows and things mm-hmm. like that so they're so gracious to like be our coaches and like help us with that. So we're, we are building a community here so that when opportunity comes, what mm-hmm. I want is for people to be like, I can do that instead mm-hmm. of being like opportunity comes in like, oh, no, I can't do that. Right, I'm not right, ready right. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah i think if you, if you start and, and you give people opportunities on the small scale then when the big things come yeah yeah Okay, I've tried this before, you know. Yeah, it's like building belief in people, which sounds super cheesy, but I think it's just so magical because it just really changes how people see themselves once they are like, hey, I can do it. What gave you that spark? Was it Gonzaga? No, just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I, um, um, again, like I am very used to people being like, ah, you can't do it, do that. And instead of like, I'm very blessed to like have the kind of family I have because like being mad at it and staying mad and not doing anything about it was just not an option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially like someone family, they don't deal with emotions. So do something about it or not. (laughs) And I, I used to also work at a talent agency and you know, a girl came in and she, it's part of my job to like sell her these drama classes and sell her these packages and be like hey you should do this it would be great um look into it and she said what is the point of this they're never going to cast me Mm. and oh like i felt that but like so and then i I couldn't even like i was at a loss for words because i couldn't even be like no that's not true because Look at me. <laughs> well, I couldn't say what at the time I was like, well, I'm yeah, I get it. I'm going through the same thing. Mm. So like, um, I just working on people's vision, I guess, just convincing people like the road is long, but it's worth it. But we got to start mm. somewhere. Well, it's a self-esteem thing too, I think. You know. Yeah. Uh, and everybody has their own sort of way of getting therapy for that. So your 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 self-esteem therapy has been. Uh, doing others. all the yeah it's helping other people do that it's it's great you know this is a total side tangent but um i i like to creep on the hawaii reddit channel uh-huh. so i just read through all this stuff and so hawaii reddit is basically you know it's just a reddit thread about anything hawaii so mm-hmm. people ask questions there's a lot of people that ask like oh, i'm moving to hawaii so what should i expect oh. we're gonna go you know seven or they put news up you know like red hill was a big thing on the hawaii Thing for a while people like talk about it on reddit mm. but someone just posted the other day and they're like oh i'm gonna be moving to hawaii and uh my <laughs> kids are half filipino half caucasian is there you know are they gonna have a hard time you know in a filipino like are there filipino people there or something like and everyone was like <laughs> oh. are you serious <laughs> what a serious uh, like, where are you like- coming here from <laughs> what yeah they're like uh yeah, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> well, was she Filipino or is she holy? Uh, I think she was Filipino. I, I, I don't know. I didn't read through the whole post. Oh, but okay, yeah, okay. so she's bringing her Filipino kids and she's like worried that there's no Filipino people here. Well, because I was going to say, <laughs> if she's the holy one, she's going to be bringing her kids and her kids are going to be like, off yeah, and running and she's going to be like, hey, <laughs> what's going on over here? I know. It was, it was just so funny though because you, you brought up the Filipino AF, you know. Oh, that, yeah. They who is... They are who I first met because they did a show through Hawaii Comedy Fest mm-hmm. that Kimmy, Kimmy yep. Bamulera produces. Love you, Kimmy. Kimmy, you're awesome. Yes. Um, and they came down here and did that. And then seeing, actually, Filipino AF, seeing them was so inspiring because, like, other, like, my Filipino friends in the crowd would be like, hey, that's my uncle or that's my auntie mm. or that they could relate it was a way of um, kind of bringing everyone together, but through comedy as a medium. And I was like, oh, my God, it'd be so great if, like, Polly F was at that. And actually, mm. Kimmy reached out when I decided to move to Vegas and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> when did you decide to do that? I tried. Oh. But then, like, I quit my job. I used to work at the bank. 
It wasn't for me. And then I went to. I used to see. I used to go to the bank just because yeah. was here. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but I found out Devin was a member and I would call him all the time. Hey, Devin. <laughs> I get a call I'm like, Annette? She goes, hi. I'm at work. I just want to call and say hi. Like, okay, cool. She goes, I don't know if I'm supposed to call you on your number. <laughs> like, well, Annette, it's fine. If you have my number, you can call me. It's no big deal. That's so Yeah, I used to do that. I'm like, hi. <laughs> what a dork. Oh, my God. No, it's fine. All oh, my God. friends. I don't know how I have them. Thank you. Um... Luckily for you, you're really talented. Anyway, you're oh. you're planning to go and then you decided to just Yeah, dip. I was planning to just dip and move to Vegas as a starting point and just like figure that out. And then Kimmy actually reached out to me when I was there and she was like, Hey, um, what do you feel about like producing Polly AF? Mm-hmm. And then she looped in Will Choi, who's with Asian AF, and then we kinda got the ball rolling. And I remember emailing her or calling her and being like, Kimmy, I don't want to sound like dumb. Like what if I'm like <laughs> my ideas are not good, like I'm just so scared, like can you read it? And she's like, just trust yourself and do it. Like, it's fine. And then it happened. And then now we're on our third one. Oh. Wait, so Polynesian AF is, is a showcase of talent of Polynesian comedians? It's, oh, no, uh, kind of, it's like it's, a sketch it's, comedy yeah. show. Uh, um, it's like an SNL. Yeah, like, like SNL. So um, they'll take, they'll take stuff that's, um, that's important to the, to the community and, and do it. And, and because it's people of that group, doing the comedy there's a there's a connection to it i think that is probably not there if you have some mainland writer who's writing I yeah. see. a skit like write a skit about someone people being funny right <laughs> and people go well right. are they just beating somebody up or how does that work exactly. they're taking their lunch money like or is that how we're doing it like, beyond no, no, no. The yeah <laughs> but it's you know but it's beyond yeah. that stuff and it shows that all the different races are all i mean when it comes down to it the the humor will always be that sort of uh, grounding thing yeah. and, and connective thing, and we got to we got to give a shout out to Kim. Getting people to laugh Kimmy. together, yes. Shout out to she Kimmy. Is, she is uh, relentless in her pursuit of bringing um, that that part of it out, so that everybody sees that it's not just Kimmy Pomelaro who's really funny and is Filipino and can produce all this stuff. That there's an Annette out there who can do it. There's a maybe even perhaps like a James Monet who can do it. And it's it's just a matter of reaching down and and helping out because we're we're known as the um, Hawaii is known as the uh, I'm a crab culture, right? Yeah. Right? You never heard of crab I'm a crab bucket culture? No. Um, okay, so I'm a I know crab. what I'm a crab is, but I, I yeah. So the I'm a crab. Um, example is that you put a bunch of alma crabs in there in a bucket right right when one tries to get out i've heard this so that that's always that's always been the local thing is if you're local the alma crab thing takes over where somebody succeeds and they go ah screw that and then they try to drag them down right and so what's been interesting is with kimmy with annette people like that there's a it's a change in the sense that instead of being an alma crab that's on the bottom trying to rip somebody down they're actually trying to put an alma crab on top of another alma crab so they can reach and they can get out. I see. You know, or, yeah. or if they do, or if they do reach, then they got to reach back and grab somebody. Yeah, help and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, which is a, which is a much better way to do it. Yeah, so. I think, yeah, like people like Kimmy, like Kimmy's so great about creating opportunities and spaces for people and just sharing She's it. like a one woman like factory for that man. yeah she's so great yeah it's just i can't like i will not run out of great things to say about kimmy because i'm just so so blessed actually we gotta get her on the pod yes sorry sure. kimmy we're gonna be contacting you yeah, yeah come on now, um do you guys do anything like digitally 
Oh yeah. As far as like putting it online and sharing it in that in that way too. We do. Um so we have a social media like we have an Instagram page and a Facebook page. I'm the one in charge of like creating it and I'm not great at social media, so it is slow. But we have like filmed sketches that sketches okay. that we've done. Um that I just need to Because when I look out. at the Instagram reels, I mean there's so many like just comedy things and mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, you know, to me they're not that funny, but <laughs> Apparently, they're funny to pe- other people. Yeah. It's also, like, the same thing kind of over and over. Well, mm. also, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because, like, in writing more sketches, I was, like, in a rut being thinking of a sketch through, like, a like a 15-second reel, and it took me forever mm. to, like, mm. no, actually write it as a sketch instead of, like, oh, this is also funny and it's just a snippet, but it's, like, two different things. And What about doing a play? When you write a play, you think? Oh, I'm writing one. Are you? I am. Is it all secret? Secret? You can't tell anybody about. Uh, I mean, it's just about me, oh, <laughs> I guess. Okay. So, and like family, and like kind of that thing. And well, it's not like me, me, but like pulling a lot of those mm-hmm. kind of stories, mm-hmm. and it's um, it feels more like a like sitcommy. Oh, okay. Because what I would love would be to have, like what I would love would be to create a pilot or something so create a show that's like a sitcom pilot for like a polynesian family that you could film and cast yeah. hawaii actors and all yeah. that stuff um so anyway that's my little thing i'm working you on know, it i don't think it's too far off in the future that you can probably do a sitcom filming like just the average i want to say average person but someone that with some film experience can do because i mean you know high sessions was not a um something that you could do more than 10 years ago because just the camera cost and the size of the cameras and all that stuff was just high and then over time all of that's getting smaller and smaller and costing less and less like that's why everyone can do a podcast now because of the Mm -hmm. you know the production stuff is and then you're going to get ai kind of stuff so you're going to be able to shoot things easier they probably can render in a background for you yeah yeah yeah. so i mean yeah you just got to keep working at it because the technology is Catching it's up getting there. It's yeah, getting it's, there. It's, yeah. it's, it's gonna get there. I think. Pretty soon, the three of us won't be sitting here. We'll be just putting up AI bots and. Well, it, we'll be holograms. Let me ask you this, because you're an Apple guy, right? Uh huh. What do you think of the goggles? I have not seen enough of it to make a really informed decision. I mostly because. The thing is almost four grand, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's no freaking way my wife's gonna let me spend four grand on a <laughs> pair of goggles. Plus, apparently the uh, the software they don't have enough um, backup. For right, right, right. So right, right now it's just a giant screen you can watch, you know, porn on or sports <laughs> or something. <laughs> Which, or yeah. movies. That oh, I mean, oh, sorry, sorry, movies, sorry, movies. Did I, did I say porn? Um, yeah. yeah, I meant I meant movies. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because. Um, on one hand, there's a guy that I follow. His name is Scott Galloway. He's a econ professor at New York, in New York, and he goes online, talks a lot about business and tech and mm-hmm. stuff. And his feeling is just nobody wants to wear stuff on their head, you know. So until the thing is light enough that it looks like glasses or something, yeah. he just doesn't see the viability of it being a big, a big game changer. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, um, Marquis Brownlee, who's another tech tech reviewer actually got to use it and he was saying that some of the tech in there is just like groundbreaking oh yeah i mean that's why that's why it costs so much because the, yeah. the the drivers for the sound the visual on the screen the, you know all that kind of stuff that they put into it yeah. it's super because it, it's like it overlays do, do, do you know how it works what do you mean 
So, so there's no remote, there's no controls. Yeah, no, it's all your hands. Yeah. yeah so, so no, but he said that you put it on, and it it reads your retinas, so it can tell where you're looking. Mm-hmm. So instead of using a mouse, you just look at what you're going to click on, and so and he said that he tried as hard as he could to look at the smallest possible place on the screen, mm-hmm. and the thing is so good it could Precise, see yeah. it could see exactly where he was looking mm. oh, and then you just tap your fingers together and that's your click for your mouse yeah. and as long as your hand is in front of your body not behind you it, it'll and he said that that was the most impressive thing was just how accurate the so you no longer need a mouse you just you just look where you want to and you just click yeah and it just it just clicks yeah, amazing. So, it's amazing. so something to kind of yeah. get excited about uh, I was thinking of buying one and just like keeping it in the box. No, buy one and then let me use it. <laughs> I don't have to spend three thirty five hundred dollars. Do we have thirty five hundred dollars in the? Uh, we do not have thirty five hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, yeah. yeah, we're just getting by right now. Yeah. So, um, can we talk about Gonzaga now? <laughs> what are you talking about? You talked about that for the first no, twenty we minutes. Of the... But I didn't hear from. Monday. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, now do me a favor. Sell Gonzaga to my daughter. Oh yes. Go, Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, don't uh, trust your tour guide. But as I mean, but as far as your your experiences with Gonzaga, because oh. I just want to see, I just want to see if if we're kind of on the same page. We because we both enjoyed going to Gonzaga. I, I, I well, I, I, I did. I, I did, but I will say I appreciated it more after I left. Is that right? I think because like I what? think I think it was I didn't. Okay, like, you're filled with so much fear when you go in, at least mm-hmm. through the program. Mm-hmm. So then I didn't even, my eyes weren't even open. Oh, because you were there for the nursing program as well, right? So yeah, don't they turn a fire hose on you and you just kind of... I was there in, like, to, like, piss people off. Yeah. Because, like, anyone who, like, made fun of me. And then I was like, well, I don't like it here either. I hate science. And then, like, <laughs> um, and then finally when I started doing what I actually liked and then yeah. actually majored in... Yeah, what did you get your degree in? <laughs> Theater. No, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. No. What? I did criminal justice and sociology. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, so you should talk to my daughter then because that's what she wants to get into as well. Oh, if that's the case, then Professor Vic at at Gonzaga is like my favorite human being. But really? Yeah, it wasn't until... And also the, the, the kind of people you meet were different. And I was... I remember in nursing school thinking like, you guys are nurses? You are awful human beings. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, 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 I was in more conversations with that major where people actually talked about, hey, this thing is really messed up. What can we do? Instead of mm-hmm. just like staying mad and then questioning things. And I, 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 I liked it. So, yes, actually, I loved Gonzaga at junior year. Once <laughs> <laughs> you get out of the terrible <laughs> nursing program yes. that you did not want, that you got in because they pissed you off and you wanted to get into. So that. actually, yeah, maybe that's good advice. Don't do things in spite of people. Just what did do you? What, you what did you live? Uh, what did you live from like freshman year, sophomore year? I lived in Marion, which is the outdoor dorm. Okay. Because on the whatever quiz thing, yeah. they said, "Do you like the outdoors?" And I put yes because I was talking about the beach. I was not talking about the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, everyone was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go this hiking trip through the." Wo-. I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that. I hate it." Um. So yes, I got out of the outdoor dorm. I think my sophomore year I was in Duso, which is like the sophomore apartments, and that was a lot of fun. Except for I lived on the third floor. And I played so many sports in school or like just oh, like growing like growing up 
actually i played sports and then i remember a day two of volleyball tryouts i told the coach i was like hey i heard of this audition i'm gonna go over there mm-hmm. and then i just and never, that was it yeah that was it until um, like swimming but anyway like i was more active but then so you know what to all college kids who may be hearing this like don't stop exercising it gets mm-hmm. so much harder <laughs> just like i thought i would stay active just you know it's tough memory i guess (laughs) no yeah i know it's it's okay i um it was one of the nice things about gonzaga was the uh the intimateness of the school i think i've I've had a couple of friends whose kids went there did or one of my friends whose kids went there they did not have a good time they i think they uh they played sports though they played like the organized like they were like they were on the they were on the college volleyball team and it was it was difficult there was a lot of uh, race stuff going on and things like that that they're sort of dealing with but i don't know as a as a regular student who didn't have to do any of that stuff i i enjoyed it i mean you, i got okay. i wish i did more regular student things like i mm-hmm. wish i did the tenting in campus like i didn't yeah. do that because i didn't want to tent in the cold for a basketball game yeah. so i did the artsy level which i just sang at the games and that was my oh ticket. wow cool because well, i didn't want to wait in line but, but no by the i way, wish by the i way, waited in line what she's talking about is um much like a lot of schools on the mainland do gonzaga there's not enough uh, there's not enough seats for the student section, mm-hmm. so you have to you have to go and camp out on the field or on a on a field that's just outside campus, and then they choose you. And if they choose you, then you get to go in and oh. order. But, but dude, the it's like section is unlike yeah, any other. it's like January, man. So it's freaking cold, and people and the kids just camp out and and try to get into the games and it's our our student section is amazing yeah the but i don't camp fantastic. in general so i wasn't gonna camp <laughs> for like basketball You're like can i just sit in here and but that's the thing the guide was telling us about all the different permutations about how you get in and i went oh, I, I, I don't think i would do that but okay but um uh gonzaga they pride themselves, or at least the Jesuit school. <laughs> so that they, you can also send your daughter yeah. to or your children no, to she's not gonna go there. Nah, she's oh. not gonna go there. <laughs> but they but they pride themselves on on creating a whole person and, and that includes critical thinking, you know, stuff that people are missing nowadays. Um so would you say that that's true as well? That they, they concentrate on making sure that all of you is Yeah, I think so. Like my mind was definitely I mean, before then, I'm sure my mind would have been open sometime or later, but, you know, getting there and they're like, I feel like sometimes you have questions about things. And if you ask them to some people, they take it as you're coming for them instead of like genuine, like you're just actually curious and wanting to know. But I can say, like, I mean, that's professors are really good and about like answering every single annoying question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. So uh, that's I mean, that's that's our our uh what our sales thing for, <laughs> for gonzaga but if you have any more questions well, you can always ask them i mean look at, look at devin they're not all right i don't know if i'd look at that but <laughs> yeah um, devin sang no diggity <laughs> at our friend's celebration of life i just wanted to say which is great because actually he requested too close so that no, we weren't we worse. were not doing a song from that yeah, no there's no there was no way i was doing that song but okay well an hour just flew by but we have one more question for oh, you yeah. Annette. okay so we asked this of all of our guests, and this is... But you're kind of young, so I have to rephrase this. <laughs> no, I I'm know. old. Huh? I'm 30. If you were stranded on a <laughs> desert island for the rest of eternity, oh, okay. and you could only stream three artists' worth of music, uh, what three artists would those be? 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so much pressure. Right? Three artists worth of music. Yeah. <laughs> you got it easy because normally we say albums, but oh yes, we're giving you artists, so you can do the whole collection of people. But if you have a favorite artist, you can do that too. Okay. Well. Like favorite artist album. Well, my favorite artist, and I know that's not a popular opinion, is Michael Jackson. Okay. Just because, like, all like I'm in love with Motown, and like, really being into Michael Jackson opened up. Like, oh, he like this. Mm. Okay, so that's one. All right. So, is there a specific <clears throat> album that you like more than others? Off Past, the wall? history, and present, which is probably oh, okay. Oh, the greatest hits package. Okay, like no, that's that one. That's the one I had, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. had all of his concerts. Yeah. So, like from a young age, I was like copying him. My red raincoat was my beat it jacket, and I had, oh. I had the sequin outfit. Like I had everything. I don't see the kids doing that anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah, they have zero imagination. You know why? Because they want to look cool. Look at me. I don't care. <laughs> I just stop caring. I'm the most uncool person. You know, like when I was little, like I would watch TV and then I'd want to dress like that person. Yeah. Or whatever, but my kids don't care. Yeah. I, I'm still like that where I'm like, oh, I like that outfit. I'm going to dress like that. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay. So Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I really like Alan Stone. Ooh, oh, yeah. Alan Stone's Stone's good. Okay. Yeah. Super songwriter. Yeah. Um, the third one. There's so many I could choose from. Uh, I like that you. I, okay, the third one is. <laughs> so, I want to talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't know what it would be. Did you enjoy your karaoke contest? Um, I did. Uh, it was it was fun. Blondie. 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 Okay. Oh, that's going. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Okay. That's a good. That's a good mix of, of different genres. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. If you're stuck on the island, you'll be you'll be listening to a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Good for you. Well, well, thank you so much for coming in. I know this one went by kind of fast because we had Devin to Sorry. catch up on too. Devin loves Gonzaga. That's the takeaway. <laughs> I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I. I mean, I and not just I. I just love it because it it was it was a very formative uh thing for me i think i there you know everybody has those moments in life where you have something happen that helps to yeah make you who you are and gonzaga was definitely that just because if not for that i don't i don't do the critical thinking background stuff that they make you do that you freaking <laughs> hate like a pro post ergo propter hoc uh, argument what the hell is that like there was just stuff that i didn't understand at the time that i was taking it but now in the times that we're living in, right? Being able to take a bullshit argument and take it apart and go, okay, that's why that's bullshit, right? People don't have that anymore. They just mm. go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true because uh, that's the thing I believe. You go, no, that's not, that doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it mm -hmm. real. <clears throat> it just means that's what you believe and what you believe may not necessarily be true. And I didn't learn that until I went to Gonzaga because in Gonzaga, you can... <laughs> And she'll vouch for me on this. You get priests teaching religion courses who go, hey, you know, the Bible, that was just kind of a guideline, right? It's not like it's full of allegories and stuff. It's not the real thing. Like there wasn't an actual bush that talked. And people go, what? And you go, yeah. But you have a priest telling you it. So you go, oh, okay, wait. But it's because in the Jesuit tradition, it's important that you question things. And it's okay mm. that you question things. That's what she's learned too, right? That if you question things with, a, with an open heart and an open mind, and you're not trying to be a dick, you're just sincerely asking, 
why, why is this the way this is? And if they answer you in a way that makes sense, you go, okay. The problem is, like she was saying, sometimes when you ask nowadays, when you ask people, why? Why do you believe that? They take it, like she said, as a personal attack. And it's like, no, I'm not attacking you personally. I'm just asking you about your argument and about the, this, the, about the thing that you're telling me that you believe is true. And if I, if I tell you, well, explain that to me, and then it doesn't make sense and I can take it apart, then maybe you need to look at what you're believing and go, hmm, well, maybe I need to talk to this person more because and we don't have enough of that. Nowadays, mm. it's like, believe me or die. And I don't, I, I don't dig that. I don't think it helps anybody at all. And I, and I honestly did not learn that till I went to Gonzaga. And I, I think, uh, and hopefully, Annette will agree that that's part of it. And I don't know why. I don't know where that came from. But when you get out of the school, you get out into the world and you go, oh, okay. I, I can question stuff. And it's cool. Uh, and well, it if, if I were your parent, Devin, <laughs> I'd be very happy. Because because I paid thousands of dollars to send <laughs> yeah. you to Gonzaga, and uh, at least you got something out. Like I feel I like you really got you came back with a, an open mind. You yeah, know? yeah, and and it's funny because um, people that I know who've uh, thought about Gonzaga, thought about trying to go. I mean, they're they're the cost can be extraordinary, and there's there's no way they can do it. But others go because or others worry about going because of the religious aspect of it. Mm. I know my daughter brought that subject up to me, and I told her, and she doesn't believe me because. I'm dad. Mm-hmm. But I told her, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's not a thing of they don't care because they just want your money. They don't care because for you, if you come to Gonzaga and you, uh, you find that the faith program part of it is important to you and you want to you wanna do that, go do that. But if you don't, it's totally okay. They just want you well, to be and, the best version of yourself. Whether, no matter what the faith is, right, if you feel like you're you believe and you understand, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't have a problem with people coming in because you're comfortable in what you believe in and you feel like you can explain it. And yeah, right. but some people believe, right, that yeah. if they have this belief in something, right, yeah. that the belief is unshakable and there's no way you get them off that, even if you're going, but see that right there? That right there is is wrong. Mm. Like, you know, and, and pointing that out to people is tough because the way that Annette does it, <laughs> she asks it in a very honest, innocent way. It's not a, she's not trying to be a dick. She's not trying to say, well, that's wrong. You know what I mean? Because some people approach yeah. it that way. She never approaches it that way. But if she's approaching it that way and they go, well, you suck. Well, then that doesn't really help Well, that's anybody. what I'm saying. It's like, you know, the people who just lash out back yeah. probably don't feel like they have a good grasp on, well, yeah. they think they do, but they don't. You know, and that's why you can poke holes in their argument. But like, you know, any uh, Christian priest or... It doesn't have to be any religion, but the ones that I've talked to that, they're they're very confident about what, you know, and the reason is because they, yeah, they feel like they studied and they got their thing together, you know, so... I think that just because it's like conversations in general, like, I think realizing that some people, like, on either side, maybe the other person is, that's not a conversation they're even prepared or ready mm. right, to right, have, right, 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 regardless right. of where they think they are with it. It's, and then it's not personal, their reaction. It's just, they're not ready. Yeah. Anyway, we got deep in that last. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Okay. So that's the part I was waiting for because she's she's a very deep thinker. It's it's always yeah. fun to talk to her about that kind of stuff. Oh, well, we'll come back one day. Yeah. And we'll do this again. Until then, uh, thank you to all of our yeah. subscribers and shout we out will to see Brooke. You. Thank you for thinking of me. Oh, <laughs> see you next week. Okay. Aloha. Bye.